best Number one and nothing less Lead me to my destiny I have waited patiently I have vision though I believe I know I can count on me So stand up for the champions For the champions Stand up, stand up, stand up For the champions, for the champions Stand up for the champions For the champions Stand up, stand up, stand up For the champions, for the champions Stand up It was victory all the way for the Gunners as they defeated their bitter rivals Red Devils by a fine margin of 1-0 in an evenly contested game right there at Old Trafford. Pierre-Hemerick Aubameyang scoring from the spot after Hector Berlain was fouled in the 6-yard box by Pogba. Buga. This ended the Gunners of first Premier League win at Old Trafford in 14 years and their 5-year wait for a Premier League away win against big seeds oppositions dating back to January 2015 with victory against Manchester City. It is on this note I welcome you to today's edition of your number one sport podcast, Alex Sport. It is the third day in the 11th month of the year 2020 and the year is gradually coming to an end. We thank God, the giver of life, for the opportunity to come on the show this beautiful day. A lot has happened in the past week as far as sport is concerned, most especially football. And as you know, it is our business here on the program to keep you updated with the exciting highlights of the past week. I still remain your host, Ali Shidam Lola, and I'm not alone on the show today. I've got two sport analysts in the house. Together, we shall be doing justice to what we have on the show today. With me in the studio, I have Ogo Trahon. It's really good to have you on the show. A wonderful morning to you. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful morning to you. And also, I have um, Unique Bide Akin. Good morning to you, Akin. Good morning, Dami. Pleasure being here. All right. Quickly, you know how we do it um, on the show. Quickly, I'll be running through some of the weekend results. In England, we saw some interesting results over the weekend. Manchester City defeated um, Sheffield United by one goal to near at Bramall Lane. The goal coming from um, Kai Walker in that game. Also, Chelsea were on scintillating from defeating um, Burnley by three goals to nil. Liverpool defeated West Ham by two goals to one. Newcastle United defeated Everton by two goals to one. And Tottenham also defeated Brighton by the same scoreline, two goals to one. And a debut goal for Gareth Bale after his seven years um, disappearance from um, the team. Also, quickly, uh, in Germany, we saw some exciting results. Cologne um, losing 2-1 to Bayern Munich. Amir Belfield were also defeated by Borussia Dortmund by two goals to nil. We saw Borussia Mönchengladbach defeating Harvey Leipzig by one goal to nil. And Bayer Leverkusen also defeated SC Freiburg by four goals to two. In France, Rennes were 2-1 better and their opponent talking about them um, start breast and uh, Paris Saint-Germain also defeated Nantes by three goals to nil. Monaco defeated Bordeaux also by four goals to nil. In Italy, Serie A results we have here. Atlanta were too good for Croton defeating them by two goals to one. 
Inter Milan and then Parma playing out um, a 2-2 scoreline in that game and then FC Milan defeated Udinese by 2 goals to 1. Juventus defeated Spezia by 4 goals to 1 and Cristiano Ronaldo was on the score sheet um, netting 2 goals in that game coming on from the bench. Also Torino and Lazio ended in a 7 goal thriller in favour of Lazio winning the game by 4 goals to 3. And Sassuolo defeated the almighty Napoli by 2 goals to nil. La Liga also saw some exciting results. We have um, Real Madrid beating Huesca by 4 goals to 1. And Eden Hazard was also on the score sheet scoring his second career goal in as many matches for the team. And um, Atletico Bilbao defeated Sevilla by 2 goals to 1. Osasuna were defeated by Atletico Madrid by 3 goals to 1. The Portugal Aves played out a 1-1 scoreline with Barcelona. Alright, quickly, um, with information reaching us now, says um, UEFA has actually extended the deadline for the completion of all group stage matches in the European competitions, talking about the Champions League and the Europa League, to January 28. And considering the resurgence of a new lockdown in England, as from Monday 2nd of September 2020, which might hinder the English teams to play away matches and also put some form of restrictions on visiting teams coming into England. Talking about their own matches. And um, if all matches are not completed by the set date, you ever have the sole right to decide who goes through to the North stages from the group stage. Do you feel this is fair enough on the participating teams by UEFA? Or what do you feel should be done to tackle the issue at hand? I'll start with you, Trent. Um, looking at the situation, the pandemic has caused um, serious issues in the world of robots. The beautiful game must continue. Um, for the countries that are currently experiencing the issue at the moment, talking about England and some other country fans as well, um, I think they have measures in place. They've told their players and each team um, how to um, stay safe and prevent this pandemic from getting to the team and all that. So if they can continue keeping all measures, I think yeah, if the game must continue and other teams can also come in and while they are coming in, you can also check them properly before the game to at least prevent the spread of the virus. So yeah, it's a good it's a good um, idea from UEFA. I think the game must continue, the beautiful game must continue and it should continue. Alright, definitely, definitely. Try off um, on um, that one, talking about um, the deadline for the completion of all European matches. Definitely the game must continue. Because um, without football, life seems to come to a standstill. So we really hope um, the matches will be completed by the set date and then knockout we can proceed to the knockout stages of the UEFA Champions League and Europa League. Alright, Aki. Uh, Master TV was talking about Joe Pep Guardiola. He has actually called on the FA to allow five substitutions per game instead of the conventional three. He is claiming that um, the present rule shows lack of respect to the players especially with the features coming thick and fast. What are your thoughts on this? Well, um, we all know what the pandemic has caused. We all know that every nation is suffering from that. We all even know that even the US president got that virus. So it's all measures being placed. But now, this is the thing. Last season, we all saw it that at the tail end of last season, when we, the, the resumption of 
the league started we all saw that um the 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 substitution was was like popped up to like five substitution and it was very very good because we saw we even saw something like water break at mid mid at mid point of every every house yeah. so it's a very very good thing I, I i was expecting that to even continue this season since the pandemic is still at hand we all know that it's safety first we saw that okay um ronaldo had the virus we all saw that the the virus is still starting to kick up again and it's a good thing just like what Tryon said it's a good thing that um they are, they are putting measures in place but this is it it is all it is a lack of respect to me because you shouldn't be playing the, the fixtures um pile up is so so hectic these days definitely we also okay pep Guardiola, I, I i wouldn't blame him we also that almost all of his players got injured and what what the injury they had was um muscular injury not even hamstring also so we also that it was due to fatigue fatigue exactly so it's a very very good one i hope they extend it to five substitutions all right um definitely we are hoping they extend it to five substitutions considering um the matches number of matches everything we have to be playing this season so fatigue is not going to be a major problem for the team as far as um this um season is concerned let me tip something in but let's consider the fact that yeah Guardiola belongs to the etihad family and they have a lot of money to spend. So what about smaller teams like uh, Crystal Palace, Burnley that don't have the financial muscle that this big team has? I'm not sure they're going to support that five um, substitution because if they actually su- support that, it means you can grow your squad depth. You can have a very uh, robust squad depth and so you can make uh, multiple substitutions. But for those smaller teams that don't have the capacity to do that, it's like an injustice for them. So they are not going, if we look at it, it's not going to favor the smaller team. But for the big teams that have the financial muscle, fine. It's good for them. So I think that's why the English FA is sticking with three substitution because they are considering smaller teams. But we all know they all voted for, for the five substitution before. So now they voted for three substitutions. But the pilot, we could see that the injury percentage has popped up. 70, 65% of injury were like happened during the la, during the beginning of the season. So it's because of this fixtures pilot. So it's either they extend the fixtures as in they 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 let the, the okay we also that almost every week you play two two, two, two matches, matches yeah. so it's it's hard on the players it's lack of respect to them i think but we what he said to i i support him but the thing is this if you need to to play games make sure you provide um the the right playing pattern for them that's just what i think all right um definitely that has been all well said by um, the two analysts I have in the house today. But um, seriously, we all leave um, the sole decision rest on um, the FA. They are the ones to make the decision and we hope they make something in favor of the players um, that are concerned. All right, quickly now, uh, Akim Ziyech was actually on the score sheet for both um, starting appearances in the Champions League and the Premier League. Do you feel his injury days are over and possibly is back to his best form? Quickly, Akim. Hmm, Ziyech, we all know him. We all saw what he did in Ajax. We all know that he's a very fantastic player. The only thing is this, that injury that he got during the early season, before the season started, I think, that was due to some things like, okay, it was a knee injury, I think, and um, it was very, very bad for the season. But now, this this what I think. Akim Ziyech is a good player, everybody knows that. But this 
but the goals he scored even during the the matches that that's the Champions League and Premier League was fantastic goals. We all know what I ha- I know at Kimzaya for is the sights. The guy can see anything. Yeah, the vision, assist. Yes, yes. He has fantastic vision. It's not about the goal scoring. Now, injury is not a, a injury prone player like like Pulisic. We all know Pulisic has even gotten another injury right now. But I think is his bad days are over because he, I, I, I can't remember him have getting serious injury while he was in Ajax. So I think it's injury days is over. He just needs to boost his morale, boost his confidence and hopefully get Chelsea kicking off the ball. Alright, channel, quickly your submission. Yeah, King Zed is a very fantastic player. So it's it's quite early but when fit is super player. So we're hoping to see the best of him from I think now on going forward. Um I think yeah, he's going to he's going to get the ball rolling. I won't I won't I I, I won't tip him to do better than Pulisic. Yeah, yeah. Even exactly. Kajabes and Chelsea, Chelsea colors. All right, um, definitely the blue families will be hoping that um, Hakim Ziyech is the injury days of him are definitely over, and he's actually back to his um, best form that we know him for the days in um, in Hayas. All right, um, PSG coach um, Thomas Tuchel. Admitted he was worried after France went back into lockdown amid a surge in the coronavirus. For the 2020-2021 season, he's set to continue despite waves of infection. Do you think that's a wise decision from the French FA to allow continuity? Akin. It's safety first, but we all must enjoy the good um, um, game of football. That's just what I think. But it's based on their their country. You understand? Like England allowed continuity, but now they've locked down some key states. They've locked down the country itself. So now, France, I think they allowed the continuity just to help the football, the footballing fans, you understand? Just to make us happy and stuff. Because, like I said, they put on measures like the corona testing facilities and everything. They get tested almost every, every game, in between halves too. Well, I, I saw an interview and I saw how they were testing players. This, this stuff is very, 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 very serious. But now, for them to allow continuity, it's just, I would say it's selfish on our part because I'm a football-loving fan, I would want that. But on the aspect of lives, I think it's not good because the, the virus is getting its strain on France. All right, um, your submission on that trial. Yeah, football is, is an occupation, so most of these guys work for this stuff. So football must continue. The truth is, what is going to happen is it's going to be a battle of who can keep safe or who can keep his team safe. So I think the onus is on every team to try to contain their players, try to contain the stars, and try to make sure all players in the team observe every protocol. If the, 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 the law is not just for one team, it's for every team. Every once team. a player suffers, the team suffers. So the thing is, everybody should work collectively and fight this virus. So once they can do this together, yeah, we're good to go. But the game of football definitely must continue. I'm not sure it's going to stop. Okay, alright, and um, definitely the game must definitely continue. And uh, we are hoping that um, the coronavirus does not put an end to the game of football. We all know, saw what happened last season. But definitely we hope this year that um, football will continue on every front. Alright, uh, the lanky guy talking about um, the commentator, Peter Jury. It's a funny comment he's making on this one. He commented on midfield battle between Manchester United and Arsenal. And said, right there, you have um, two midfielders 
battling in house for glory and stardom. And you look at Thomas, and you can see he's really ready to party. But you look at Paul, and you it seems he's here to sweep after the party is over. What do you make of both players' performance in the clash? I start with you, Triumph. Uh, we all know Thomas Pratt is a new acquisition for Arsenal and Pogba has been in the team for quite some time but if you look at his performances for Manchester United, he's been struggling. He has not been the uh, Pogba we've always known from his days at Juventus. In fact, since he moved to England, mm -hmm. I think he's just had maybe one good game, seven bad games, one good game, another five bad games. So he's not been very, very consistent. But um, Thomas Partey, yeah, we all know the kind of player he is. He's a very energetic player, box-to-box -box player, very good defensively, and I think he actually got the party on Sunday. Uh, so, uh, Peter Drew wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong at all for that comment he dropped. But Pogba, he was the one that would give the penalty to um, Arsenal, so his game was very, very poor on oh. Sunday. Alright, it was very poor. I came quickly on that. Well, we watched that game and we saw that Party, like, like three or four times he lost in possession but it gained he gained it back we also saw pogba pogba is like working on his past glory i don't know what pogba is doing in manchester united you have pogba in manchester united and then you went to buy uh, uh, i don't know why you have two say two similar players in the team in a team like manchester united the we all know that when he br they brought in um paul pogba um they tried to build up the the Mayu team behind him, but now it's not happening. Pogba doesn't even play like what we know him for. But I think in France, we also maybe Manchester United coach uh, they are like getting it wrong. I don't know. Maybe they are not keeping him happy as much as he needs to be because we saw him in France. He still plays a bit better than what he does in Manchester United. But just like they said, uh, Party is a very, very energetic player, very, very fantastic player. I think Arsenal is a good fit for him. Then a quick one again. I think comparing the two of them is, is not right. Pogba is more attack-minded than being defensive. Yeah, Party has it all around. Yes. But when Pogba was playing at Juve, he had a very good protection. Yeah, talking about Pelo. Pelo yeah. was protecting Pogba very well. But in mind, you are not sure he's getting that kind of protection. So if I can assume, let me just assume Party and Pogba are playing together. I think we might see a very good game for from Pogba. But he has not gotten that defensive cover in Manchester United. Exactly. So let's not just um, crucify him completely. Okay. Well, I think it's right because we also I, I said France he does well, but we know he has can't say definitely Exactly. All right. Um, quickly, I just want to ask this. Um, chip in this. Um, we um, Mikel Arteta is trying to build a process as far as um, Arsenal is concerned is building a dynasty as we call it I believe that uh, so many people have uh, criticized him in the past talking saying that um, that he's not um, a very good fit as far as um, the coaching um, the coaching um, position is concerned in Arsenal now do you feel it's high time they start to respect Mikel Ateta as far as um, football and Arsenal is concerned Trial. I think from the first day Ateta stepped into the team Initially, when he was appointed, I said, no, this is a wrong move. But when I watched the first match, I think it was against Chelsea, the mentality changed completely. I saw the way everybody was attacking, everybody was defending. And 
I think Ateta was part of that team before, so he knew what the fault is um, with the team. So he came to address it. It was the mentality. Ateta is trying to address the mentality of Arsenal. Arsenal players were very lazy under Wenger. They were still lazy under um, what's his name, Una Emery. Mm-hmm. Una Emery had communication issues with the players, yes, so he yeah. was not he was not getting it right. That doesn't mean he was a, he was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Una Emery is a very good coach, yeah. he's a top class coach, but I think communication was his problem. So Ateta came into Arsenal and is addressing that issue. mentality issue yeah. and i think he has gotten it to an extent but he's not there yet and considering the fact that he's still a rookie manager and i think in space of how many months he got he won he won the title yes then I, in fact i had to respect him yeah. then I, if you compare data to other rookie managers in the premier league i think i have to rate him higher than them i rate him higher than um social i rate him higher than lampard, lampard. and i think those are the youngest managers Money. in the premier league so yeah i think he's doing a good job he's doing a very very good job with arsenal all right um definitely we hope um it's gonna continue that process and um take um hasna back um to where they actually belong all right quickly uh marking barcelona have now gone um four games without a win in the spanish league what really has been the problem of emerald command side this is quickly i don't think the the players even wanting wanted him at the first place we all know mercy wanted out um suarez went out the team has not yet gotten its gel. They don't have a gel right now. You see him playing Fatty, playing Griezmann, playing. You know, we, Barcelona is not the Barcelona we all know in the past glory Barcelona. I don't think Barcelona plays like how they used to play. Yes, they still do their tiki taka and all those stuff, but now the, it's like they are not communicating with each other. You know, before, when, okay, when we the, the days of Javi, Iniesta, they all know where everybody is. Iniesta had, he doesn't just play his game, he plays three, four players' games because he knows what Messi, where Messi is going, yeah, going to, definitely. knows where Suarez is going to, you understand? So he doesn't only play, that one makes a good player. Now, Barcelona doesn't have that kind of player anymore. Barcelona, yes, they have Busquets. Busquets is going down, down the glory lane to me. So the problem with Coleman is this he needs time to gel the team. But I think Barcelona doesn't have that world class, those kind of world class player they used to have before. I think it's high time they started buying more players and keeping the team going. That's just what I think. All right, um, Charles, um, do you feel that overhauling should be the, um, the solution at Barcelona, considering the ages of those players currently now? Uh, I think yeah, it's something they should do, but it should be, it should be gradual. It's not something you do at once. I think that's a mistake Barcelona made. They, they overhauled too many players at once, and there was no adequate replacement for them. Imagine removing a racket from the midfield. Yes. Who was the replacement? I think they brought in um, what's his name? Frankie De Jong. Not De Jong. Uh, uh, this guy from Juventus. Okay. Um, Piani. Piani. Okay. Piani. Piani. has not even gotten the ball rolling yet at Barcelona. They had to ship out Suarez. There was no replacement for Suarez. Yeah. So as a start, Barcelona has no strike. As so far, should not be a starting player. It should be under studying. Yeah, so the thing is they are struggling. Uh, what's his name? Griezmann has not even gotten the ball rolling oh. there yet. So they have so many issues to tackle, coupled with the fact that there's a new coach with his own new pattern and all that. So Barcelona, uh, seriously, I have I have serious concerns about Barcelona because it's a team I love so much. I love to watch Barcelona, but now I don't enjoy watching their game because I, uh, they are struggling to get goals. At least they should have left Suarez in the team. Yeah, exactly. They should have left him in the team. Yeah. Then at least Suarez will compliment for the goals, depending when they can ship him out and get a replacement. But for now, the problem is there is so much. They have board issues and all that. So 
If I may ask, who is the top nine for Barcelona right now? No, well, um, <laughs> they play in Messi at um, the first nine position. But definitely, let's hope um, Kuman definitely finds a solution as far as um, the team is concerned. All right, quickly on this one, AC Milan have gone um, 24 games unbeaten. Now, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, 38 years now, definitely considering him. Has he really been the inspiration behind the team? And do you consider them title contenders this season? Akin quickly. No, Zlatan Ibrahimovic needs no introduction. We all know what he does. You understand? He's a very, very fantastic player. Very, very physical. Very, very good with the ball. He has the sight, the vision, everything. And again, the the kind of thing um, AC Milan needs right now. You know, AC Milan, they don't um, have world-class player that well. So Ibrahimovic is a player that has brought in a kind of gel in their team. He has, he has brought in more experience. He has brought in lots of, lots of tactical decisions. You understand? Um, Ibrahimovic is a very fantastic player. I think he's the reason why AC Milan is going this way. And I think he's a very fantastic player. Alright, quickly, do you consider them title containers this season? Try well, for if he stays fit all through the season, then I should consider them a title container. But I doubt if Ibrahimovic can stay fit all through. You know, he's already 30. Yeah. You don't expect him to keep playing. Yes, he's a, he's a very strong player. He doesn't even see himself as human. He calls himself a lion yeah. too. Yeah. I like that mentality completely. But if he stays fit, I see them. Competing, yeah, because Juventus is not doing so so well. They're so well, the key yeah, manager, definitely. and they are struggling with that. So, well. and I think they do well. They do well this season. Okay, all right. Um, the second round of matches in the UEFA Champions League, we have played um this past week, and we saw some exciting um results. On Tuesday, Bayern Munich defeated um Lokomotiv Moscow by two goals to one. Shakhtar Donetsk also played out um, a new new draw with um, Inter Milan. Atlanta and Hayas played out um, a 2-2 scoreline. Atletico Madrid beat um, Salzburg by three goals to two. Liverpool defeated um, Italian by two goals to nil. Montegladbach and um, Real Madrid shared the spoils, ending the game at two apiece. And uh, Man City defeated um, Marseille by three goals to nil. On Wednesday, we saw PSG Paris Saint-Germain defeating um, Istanbul Basikesi by two goals to nil. Moiskin grabbing um, the two goals in that game. And um, Chelsea were too good for Krasnoda. Defeated them by four goals to nil. And Richard Ottman defeated um, Zenit St. Peterburg by two goals to nil. Barcelona were humbled um, Juventus also by two goals to nil. And um, Leipzig, Harvey Leipzig, were humbled and totally dismantled by Manchester United side by five goals um, to nil. All right, quickly, uh, Manchester United forward, talking about uh, Marcus Rashford, set um, a new Champions League record on Wednesday, scoring the fastest hat trick by a substitute against RB Leipzig. Oligonas Loja, Manchester United, stormed to a stunning 5 0 victory against their German counterpart. What do you make of Marcus Rashford and Manchester United so far this season? Okay, quickly. Um. With Manchester United, I would say they are lukewarm in their preparation for the season. But with Rashford, Rashford is a world-class player, he's a fantastic player. I've said this on this show before. Play Rashford as a top nine and you see him do his thing. He needs the ball at his front. He doesn't need just a normal, normal passing. He needs the ball at his Give him it's the ball, keep him running. He likes. He's a young lad. He likes running. He likes going with the ball. 
Rashford is a fantastic player. We also when he came in, the first goal, the second goal, the third goal, he wasn't. He was even hungry for more. We saw him. He wasn't like he wasn't relaxed. I don't know why you would bring in Cavani. Cavani is a very very good player. We all know that. But Rashford, you need to give Rashford that kind of that kind of um, encouragement. That man, this is my top nine. You have a, a Rashford in your team, and you'll be playing Rashford as a top nine. I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, uh, you have a Rashford. You'll be playing Martial as a top nine. I don't know why they do that. To me, Manchester United need a top nine player, and that top nine player is Rashford. Cavani is good, but Ra uh, Rashford is a world class player to me. All so right. I, yeah. Quickly, your submission on Rashford. Rashford is a fantastic player, no doubt. Um, I think play him as a top nine. Man, you have tried playing him as a top nine before, and he he struggled some time. But I think he plays better when he comes in from the left. Not playing him as, as a winger. Play him from the left side of the attack, not a winger. Then Rashford will get the goals for him. But playing Martial as a top nine, I think you have to struggle with that because Martial is a one-legged player. Rashford can try with both legs, but Martial works with just the left leg, and it's very difficult to play a striker that is one-legged. You, you see him struggle for goals, but Rashford is been outstanding so far. All right, um, Real Madrid um, have been also inconsistent in their quest for glory this season. Coming back from a two-goal um, deficit to draw with uh, Montreal in the Champions League, thereby securing um, one point from a possible six. What exactly should we be expecting from the um? 14-time European champions, as far as the Champions League is concerned, Akin. Nothing. We don't. We don't need to be expecting nothing, anything from them. I'm saying this as as a. That's my church mind because, um, I, I could remember there was one time on this show, Triumph said this. He said, Ma um, Madrid doesn't even have a pattern they play. In. We also. He would just put 11 players on the field and they would just be running Elta for the ball and. That's how Madrid plays. So far this season, I've not seen them playing anything spectacular. Yes, they've brought um, uh, Hazard back to form. We all hope, well, if they can still keep him in form, because we also saw the video, they even had to do some videos to show him, Jimmy, making sure that we all know that he has, he's back to fit state, that he's, he's back to his fit. You understand? But I think um, Madrid just needs to calm down. Every team even needs to calm down this season because of the virus we all know everything but if madrid calms down and gives the players time i think they can settle down rash um hazard is a key player to madrid because um with him we all saw that what's happened we, we all saw that um um benzema didn't want to play with vinicius they had a kind of tussle with vinicius he wanted um hazard and hopefully and th thankfully to him rash um, hazard is back to the team so i hope they will keep the ball rolling this time. Alright, quickly your submission on that. Yeah, when it comes to the Champions League, you can't write out Madrid. Madrid is just Madrid. We know it's their game. We know it's like their bet right. So for the Champions League, even though they're not playing well, they'll get to at least the quarterfinal or something. So I'm not expecting too much, but I'm just hoping that it's not like I'm hoping. I believe they will get to at least the quarterfinal of this competition. They may be playing so well, but I still believe they'll get all right. Now, quickly, um, some selected results in the UEFA Europa League played on Thursday, 29th of um, October 2020. We have the um, defeating um, Gent by four goals to one. Um, AC Milan um, were three goals too good for the counter their counterpart from uh, Czech, talking about Sparta Prague. And um, Leicester beat um, AK Athens by two goals to one. Tottenham were shockingly defeated by Royal Antwerp by one goal to nil. 
Lily and Celtic played out a 2-2 scoreline. Villarreal with three goals to one better than their opponent, talking about Karabakh. And Arsenal defeated um, Dundee by three goals um, to nil. Alright, um, this weekend we also have some exciting fixtures for you to expect as far as the European Top 5 leagues is concerned. And I'll be running through them one after the other. In um, England, we have um, Arsenal, who will be facing off with um, Aston Villa. Chelsea will play host to Sheffield United. Everton will host uh, Manchester United at Goddison Park. And then uh, Manchester City, this is going to be the clash of the weekend. Man City will host um, Liverpool. And um, West Brom will play host to Tottenham. Quickly, your predictions. Man City versus Liverpool, your prediction. Triumph. Liverpool should win the match. Alright, um, Aki. Man City wins 2 1. Alright, scoreline, um, Triumph, Man City, Liverpool. Liverpool. Alright, now we'll see how um, that one turns out to be on the show next week. Alright, in Germany, we will see RB Leipzig um, face off with um, SC Freiburg. Borussia Dortmund will play host um, to Bayern Munich. And Bayern Leverkusen will also host um, Borussia Montegrava. Borussia Dortmund versus Bayern Munich. Quickly, your prediction. 3 1, Bayern Munich. Alright, Bayern Munich 2 1. Alright, um, 3 1, 2 1. Let's see at the end of the day, we'll get um, that right. Alright, in France, I will also see Brest um, play host time to Lille. Strasbourg will also be entertaining Marcel. And PSG will also host um, Stade Rene. Also, we'll see Nice playing host to Monaco. Lyon will also play host to Saint Etienne. And in Italy, we'll see Lazio against Juventus. Atlanta against Inter. Genoa against Roma. Bologna against Napoli. AC against Verona. Last year, Juve, your prediction, quickly. Uh, if everybody's fit for that match, I think, yeah, Ronaldo is back to Juventus should, should, should have the upper hand. Alright, Akin, quickly, your prediction. I, I foresee a draw in that match. Alright, Atlanta, Inter, your prediction. Triumph. I think it's a match of goals. 2 to, let's say 3 to, 3 to Atlanta. Alright, Akin, quickly. I see Inter winning that match, maybe by a goal margin or so. Alright, and finally in Spain, we'll see um, Atletico Madrid play host um, to Cadiz. Uh, Barcelona will also play host to Real Betis. Sevilla against um, Osasuna. And finally, the cracker we have in Spain will be between um, Valencia and um, Real Madrid at the Mestalla. Alright, your prediction for this game? Um, Triumph. Valencia Madrid. Uh, both teams have not been doing so well. Valencia has been struggling. So I think Madrid should have the upper hand. Madrid should have the upper hand. Alright, Aki. Okay, Akin. Hazard is back. So I think my Alright. Um on that note, it's really been a, a wonderful time out here today on the show. And we have been talking all the way about sports stories as it unfolded in the past week. For critics and comments on the podcast, you could reach out to us via various platforms like Anchor at www.anchor.fm slash Damlola and on Facebook via the link www.facebook.com forward slash alexport and also on WhatsApp and SMS via the number plus two three four eight one six three six seven zero one six nine. My final words for you listeners today the key to success is to focus on the goals not obstacles. Set for yourself smart goals Walk towards it, and you will definitely achieve something great in life. From me and my co-analyst in the studio today, we say to you, do have a wonderful and pleasant week ahead. So we'll come your way next week on the show. Bye for now.